Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through View 475. Today we're going to talk about Treasure Hunter. Uh, this is a new game from Queen Game, designed by Richard Garfield, who designed King of Tokyo and Magic the Gathering. Uh, it is a drafting game. Uh, the theme of the game is that players are going out on treasure hunts in different various parts of the land. So you're drafting cards to kind of go with those different places that you can visit. And then you're also trying to draft uh, guards, or in this particular case, guard dogs, to protect your own home uh, from uh, attacking goblins while everybody's away to kind of prevent uh, you from losing any possible treasure. And then there's some other different mechanics in there as well, some action cards that you can play. So players will draft up a bunch of cards, play over six rounds, and then whoever has collected and not lost the most treasure will win. So there's some interesting twists on the whole drafting thing, but let's jump into how it works and then I will tell you what I think of it. Okay, so here's everything you get in uh, Treasure Hunter. You can see there's a main board here, and these are the different areas that the players are going to be adventuring out into. You've got kind of a frost area, forest, jungle thing, and then kind of a lava area. And then here you're going to have these invading goblins. Uh, the goblins will be coming while the players are away trying to steal the player's treasure. And you're going to be playing over five rounds. I think I said six in the intro. It's actually five. Uh, and then this is going to track left, right, left, right, left. And that's going to be the direction that you're going to be drafting these cards. So there's a couple of things going on here. You're trying to go out here and get these different treasure here. So if you take a look there, you can see in the frost area, you're trying to acquire possibly this treasure here, which is worth 12. And I should say money is the kind of victory points in the game. You'll start off with some money and then get money through different actions as well as uh, this actually being the worth of money. But there also will be some things here that will be negative. You don't want to get these. And then there are also some other kind of special tiles, which I'll talk about. But you can see there's a max and there's a min. Okay, so how does this work? So you're going to deal each player nine cards, and there's a variety of different cards. But some of the cards are going to kind of match uh, the area. So this guy, you know, he'll go off and help you in the frost world. And then this brewer monk here, he's going to be important when we try to figure out who wins the different tiles in the jungle. And then we have, let's see, some red ones here like this fella here, he's gonna help you in the lava land. You might get some animal companions that'll double like the total, so if you get more than one, uh, you know, red guy here, so let's say you've got these two, that's 14, but you had this that would double it to 28 and so on. So you're gonna draft, you're gonna, everybody's gonna take a card and pass left or right, depending on the current round that you're in, and then you're gonna kinda play through the board in this order. So what's gonna happen is, at this point, everybody's gonna reveal all of the frost cards. Maybe they were revealed like so. So Billy, he plays these two, he's got 12, and then Frankie's got four, and then I've got three. So in this case, Billy's got the most, but he didn't want the most because the max is actually gonna be negative. So in this case, he's trying not to draft those cards. I got lucky in this case, uh, first of all, because I cheated and I'm making a video, but this is the lowest one, so I'm actually going to get the minimum one, and this case is 12. So these are gonna come out, that's gonna kind of change up how you draft stuff. Now you can try to not get anything of that particular card, and it's definitely possible to do it. So let's say these were reversed, and you're like, okay, I'm going for it, I wanna get the max now, but you can also play the odds and say, I'm just not going to try to draft any of the Frost ones, and that way I'll just completely avoid it. Because if you have none, I mean, you, if you have them, you have to play it. That's the rule. But if you have none, then you can avoid it. 
And then you're gonna work down for each of the different lands. So you're gonna do the frost first, and then the jungle. And again, there's an animal companion for the jungle. He's gonna multiply by two. And then you're gonna do the lava area. Now, some of these tiles are gonna be not a fixed number of points, but they're gonna be some bonus points. So anything with a gold background here is going to give you points based on what you played that round, for example. So in this one, for every green card that you played, you actually get a buck. And in this case, for every card that you played in any of these three lands here like this, so a blue, green, or red, that was of a value one, two, or three, you'll get three bucks for each of those. Uh, so that can be kind of interesting. Some other examples are, for example, you get a buck for each red card that you played. Or you can actually play these coin cards, and this will multiply, uh, give you two times the value, which I'll talk about in a minute. So there's going to be a variety of those. And then sometimes you have these gray ones, and these won't be scored until the end of the game. You can see these goblin tiles over here. So for every goblin tile you collect, you get actually two bucks. So there's going to be a whole mess of different values and things going on in here. Now there are also special action cards that don't have a fixed phase that they're played in. For example, this flaming sword will give you plus four. Now starting with the start player, uh, or the dealer as the rules say, we just have a rotating start player. It's not really mentioned in the rules, which is interesting, but uh, you can start playing cards. The order actually doesn't matter that much. So somebody starts playing action cards, says, okay, I'm gonna place the plus four. So he plays that. Now everybody has the opportunity to go and play action cards around and around and around until everybody passes. Now this one, for example, had plus eight, uh, but you actually put three bucks, you spend the three bucks and put them on these goblin tiles, so a dollar on each of those. I'll explain that more in a minute. Or you can play the mystery mule, and this allows you to draw a card blindly at the top of the deck, which may or may not help you now, but it might help you later, so you usually play that early. Uh, this one can actually cancel and discard one of your own cards. Uh, so maybe you're trying to become the minimum or something like that. So there's a variety of action cards that can also be played uh, as well. And then we're going to look at these goblin cards here. Now, one of the action cards that you can play actually is this scare goblin. And this allows you to sort of ignore the penalty, a possible penalty for the goblins. Now, what we're gonna look at here are these values on the left. So you can see this has a value, sort of a strength of one with a value of three gold that they're trying to steal. This one has a, a strength of three uh, with a value of one that they're trying to steal and so on. Now what players are going to be collecting during the course of drafting here are these guard dog cards here. And so if you have, let's say I've got these two guard dogs, this is a total strength of four, so I'm safe. So four is more than one, four is more than three, and four is more than one again. If I'd only drafted this one, I'm safe from this one, that's a strength of one. I'm safe from this one, that's a strength of one. I'm not safe from that one. So in that case, what you have to do is actually put money equal to this amount from your supply on that goblin. So this goblin has now stolen a dollar from me. Or if I didn't have any goblins in this case, I'd have to put three on him, one on him, and two on him. Then you're gonna look and see anybody that's able to fight back the various goblins, and whoever has the the greatest total, so in this case if I had all of these, that would be a total of five. Then I get to collect all the goblins and also uh, the money that was on them that the other players lost. And if there's a tie, then you look at this number to break the tie. So you're gonna take these, you take any money off of there and you get them, and then you're gonna flip these over and these are worth one buck or one point at the end of the game as well. And then finally, the last type of card you can play are these coin cards, which I showed you a bonus for. So you get these and you just reveal these and you get that many coins. 
but maybe you got a bonus here and that will give you two times uh, the coins again or you can even get you know a one times so you just get that double amount so you can actually get some points that way as well so you're kind of drafting against these various sort of goals and and they're changing from round to round and so on so that's a very interesting kind of thing you know avoiding negative trying to get positive maximum or maybe you're going the, this route because it's too crazy over here you don't really want to adventure so you're kind of staying home okay so that is a treasure hunter well i think of the game well i really enjoyed this one now i recently reviewed a game called medieval academy which is similar to drafting game and you know you're trying to get points in a variety of ways there is one thing probably i like in that game more than this game but there's a lot more things i like in this game more than the other game now the interesting thing about medieval academy to me and i talked about in that review was you have your draft but then you have kind of a card playing stage phase where you know you play card you play card and the timing of the card play can be uh pretty important in that game it's not the, you know super strategic or anything, but it, it is important. You've got to be paying attention. Now in this game, not as much. You do have a little bit of like, okay, when do I use my action cards? Do I use it in the frost stage or maybe for you know the lava stage and so on? Not a lot, but basically you're playing all the cards that you get. So if you have all the frost cards, you've got to play them all, and you reveal how many points you have for that. But the thing that I like about this game to me is the actual drafting itself is a little bit more interesting uh, than medieval academy so enough of the comparison let's talk about this game <laughs> the thing i like about this game is you're dealt nine cards so there's a lot of drafting now a lot of times in these other games you don't get a big handful of cards i mean seven wonders notwithstanding but a lot of these other kind of drafting games you just have a few cards you know five six cards this one you get nine and so there's a lot of you know transitioning of the cards even with a lesser player count now uh, and it also makes you able to see cards possibly come back to you even if you're playing with like five players so that's really cool and i like that so the, it, there's a heavy investment it's not just like a little bit of drafting maybe i see that card again like there's a lot of stuff going around so there's a lot more kind of the deduction of like what people might be taking what's what's not in there or out there like maybe there's not like a lot of frost cards in this particular one so i can try to grab it with my 10 or something you know you can try to push your luck a little bit that way and then it's also very interesting to try to like not draft anything of a card that like there's a bunch of negatives out there i'm like i don't want any frost cards i don't want any jungle cards because it's just a it's a catastrophe out there and so i like that and i like maybe it's very hard to not draft anything especially if there's a lot of them floating out there because it's just going to end up nobody's drafting them and then all you're passing in those final hands are just all frost cards uh so that's a very interesting uh idea and i haven't quite seen it in such a way where you're just kind of like, oh, you don't even want to touch it at all. You're just, you just hands off. You're kind of scared to touch the hand. So that's a cool uh, mechanic as well. And it has, again, like any good draft game, you're trying to really weigh where you're putting your focus. You're trying to go out and do the adventure. You're trying to stay home and defend against the dogs and maybe clean up a little bit because you can get a fair amount of points that way as well uh you know how valuable are these bonus tiles because of course you have your straight fixed value you know this is worth 12 this is worth negative six but you also have the variable ones uh that are pretty interesting so you have to kind of keep track of all of that so and it's actually kind of thematic too which uh you know not to get back to comparison the other game really wasn't this I mean, it was to a degree, and, you know, there was a little bit of suspension and disbelief. I don't want to undersell it that much, but this one is, has that kind of 
nice whimsical sort of fun flavor to it you know where you're going out on the adventure things aren't quite working out you're like i don't want these cards i don't want the you know that you want these other cards so things are kind of going crazy that way and then you've got to go back home and then you you know you, you you kind of have a little bit of combat so to speak with the goblins and then you have maybe some money left over you kind of change hands that way that's kind of like an afterthought but you can also kind of bookend your day or your, your round with a nice uh you know combo if you got one of those bonus tiles that gives you extra money for the money cards um and the production qualities and stuff are really nice on this tune too. So I think this is a, uh, a highly recommended game for me. It's it's very uh, light. It plays about 45 minutes, 35, 45 minutes. And, uh, but it's also very interesting and it keeps you uh, guessing, but without any kind of like, you know, artificially mixing, it, mixing up the metagame. Like to me, this is kind of works. It's just a solid kind of elegant system. Uh, you know, for the drafting that still changes from round to round and you still have, you know, different valuations each round is like, okay, you know, the frost cards are worth not what they were last round, you know, and, and the sort of, uh, the economy of them, the, the, you know, the demand, supply and demand kind of thing of them is like, oh, there's a bunch floating around. So that just kind of changes your, your perception. And because you're drafting so many cards again, uh, per round, nine cards, then, that makes it really cool. So I think this is a good one. If you like drafting, this would be a this would be a more strong recommendation for me than you know a lot of games that have come out uh, recently. You know, this I would play this with the same types of folks I would play like a Sushi Go with. Um, but I think this is a much better game uh, than Sushi Go. I mean, you can't put it in your pocket, obviously, but it has that nice kind of light feel to it. But there's a little bit more going on, but it's still just as easy to jump into. Uh, okay, thanks.